1: Well, so much talk about housing and pressure on different councils to approve more housing developments. So this next study shows a bit of an alarming trend that in some urban centres, not only are there not a lot of new housing starts, in some cases, the supply is actually decreasing. Steve LaFleur joins us now, a senior fellow at the Fraser Institute. Steve, thank you so much for your time this morning. Thank you for having me. This is taking a look at the housing shortage in Canadian cities and some of the findings, one of them in particular, that when we do see new housing stock, it's, it's in existing neighborhoods, not using land that has been underdeveloped at this point. How significant is that, that it's not kind of expanding?
0: Yeah, so what we try to do is there are three ways to kind of think about development. So, You can have kind of greenfield development, i.e. undeveloped land where you build the subdivision. Um, You can have kind of a bit of intensification in existing neighborhoods, uh, like neighborhoods that are mostly single detached houses, or you can have a lot of high density like condo towers, for instance. And what we found is for the most part within cities, within existing city boundaries, uh, most of the growth is happening in a small number of pretty small Uh, census tracts through high-density towers.
1: And I I found it really interesting as well, not a huge number, but this study also shows that there are some urban areas and areas where you might just think that it was growing and more housing was becoming available, but there's actually a decrease.
0: Yeah, so some neighborhoods, some of this can be complicated. For instance, we did find one example where uh, what what it was was that uh, Tall buildings are being knocked down to build even taller buildings in downtown Toronto. But there are other areas, for instance, where you see things like, you know, uh, two two units, duplex or something getting knocked down and built into a single detached house. But uh, even if you look at, you know, you get up to the, the first 30 percentile of of uh, census tracts, there's basically no growth combined with any of them. Um, whereas if you look at the top 5 percent, it's 50.9 percent. Um, So what we're doing is instead of intensifying across the board, we're largely intensifying in a few places that are already very dense.
1: And you mentioned single family homes. Is that happening a lot, though, as far as single family homes uh, being built? Because it seems like it's going the other way that we're seeing them, at least in Vancouver, places where building laneway homes or knocking them down and building a house with three units in it. But is it you're also seeing it going the other way in that single family homes are still being built?
0: Yeah, it's hard to parse the data because we don't have the exact specifics of it. Uh, So some of it we need to kind of fill in the gaps. Um, But I think the notable thing is that um, when you look at those census tracts, you can say, okay, you know, so sometimes what it is is uh, a couple of a a small building or something getting knocked in for a bigger building. But over the course of 2016 to 21, 5% of the census tracts in urban areas have lost 5% of population. So, even if there's some anomalies here and there that explain that the reality is that that's making no progress and in fact negative process. and the bottom 25% have all experienced some degree of shortage whereas our shrinkage whereas we need to double housing starts in the country clearly there's a there's a mismatch between our priorities and our outcomes
1: Is it because of pushback as well in that in Vancouver, we have the Broadway plan, which is an aggressive plan over several years to bring in tens of thousands of new housing units. A lot of that is towers where there are no towers right now in neighbourhoods. And a lot of people don't like the idea of neighbourhoods changing. Do you think that part of this or this stall is because of pushback?
0: Well, that's the challenge. Uh, When I lived in Vancouver, for instance, uh, in 2015, I I recall uh, there were... Flyers all over the place on Broadway opposing uh, a condo tower that would have been across from the Sky uh, Skytrain station. I mean, I I understand that a lot of people you know buy a house and they want the neighborhood to stay the same forever, but that's not realistic in big cities that are growing fast. Um, we're looking at immigration targets of 500,000, for instance. When you come to Canada from abroad, you're probably settling in GTA, Lower Mainland maybe montreal maybe calgary there are only so many places where people can go so we have two choices we can try to fossilize our neighborhoods and let them be exactly the same as they are and let them get wildly unaffordable for the vast majority of the population which is the train the train we're on right now or we can build more housing which means that some of these census tracts would have seen very little growth are going to have to bear some of the burden it can't just all be in burnaby it can't just all be at young and eglinton in toronto it's got to be dispersed.
1: Uh, we only have about a, a minute left. Do you see things changing, though? And certainly in B.C., the new, not new, sorry, but the provincial government uh, under the, the current premier is pressuring councils to do this. Is that what is, that what is needed?
0: Yeah. So they've, they've got targets for growth for a number of municipalities, which is a start. However, there need to be some concrete tools to ensure that it happens. If they're just saying, here's the target, we hope you meet it, that's not going to do much. In Ontario, we've made a lot of changes, for instance, and it sounded like the provincial government was going to take its targets seriously. However, now it seems that they're playing down expectations for actually meeting their target of doubling housing. So I think there needs to be some follow through.
1: All right, Steve LaFleur, thanks so much for your time. Thanks for joining the show this morning.
0: Thank you for having me.